Welcome to Mini Mentoring, a weekly bonus episode of This Can't Be That Hard. Every Friday, I share a conversation that I've had with one of you, my amazing listeners, about a problem or issue that's got you stuck in your photography business. We set the timer for 15 minutes and see how much progress we can make. And sometimes 15 minutes is all you need to find clarity or achieve your next breakthrough. If you've got an issue that you'd like to have featured on the show, stick around at the end to find out how to reach out. But for now, let's dive in. Ashley, it is so wonderful to have you on This Can't Be That Hard. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm really happy to be here. Excellent. So I am excited to hear more about your story. You have got what sounds like an extremely full plate, and I'm excited to help you sort of deconstruct that a little bit, but I will get my timer started and we'll dive right in as long as that's okay with you. Sounds great. Okay. Ready? And tell me what the story is. All right. So I am Ashley Glesson from Ashley Photo. I live down in Greenville, South Carolina. I have been in business for 10 years this year. Congratulations. Uh, I started, yeah, I started out as a wedding photographer and then I had babies and wanted my weekends with, with my family and moved over to family and newborn lifestyle. So that's been a little over four years now that I've been doing that. I also work a very demanding job as an engineer for 11 years now. And I'm, I'm the, my husband and I are both engineers. So we've been working on that income with photography on the side for a really long time. I've got two little girls that are two and four. My job, my photography business is really done in the fringe hours of my days. Add a pandemic on top of that and there's just not very many hours left uh, or even minutes. So I'm, I'm shooting, editing and delivering galleries. And then I'm just so exhausted by the time that whole process is done that I shut my laptop and I don't come back until I have another session to upload. Mm-hmm. And I've been waiting for years to just have this fully booked schedule so that I can just jump right into photography full time and say that, you know, I won't even see a huge change in income or I'll have, you know, everything just kind of laid out and and waiting for me when I quit my full-time job. And I can't grow because I'm really just delivering to my clients and then I don't have any time for marketing or for anything else. So I want to know how I can kind of make that jump and I know that there's going to be maybe a little bit of a gap. I may not have that fully booked schedule, but how do I make that transition, find my bluebirds? What do I work on first? Right. Um, And how can I transition in a way that I've got my little buffer, but I don't want to be six months until I can say that I've really grown into a sustainable business model. So I've switched to simple sales system last year mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of the year. So I have the sustainable pricing in place, but I just okay. don't really know where to focus my energy in order to make that gap from leaving my job a little sure. bit smaller. Yeah. And that is, I mean, it's a really tricky thing because, and I recently had somebody on the show who was in a sort of different stage of their business in their life, but a similar situation. It's like you're in a catch 22, right? Like you're trying to fill in the gaps, but you have no gap (laughs) in your own time in life Mm -hmm. where you can put that work forward. So I guess 
let's drill down. It sounds like you've got your pricing set up in a way that is profitable, but let me ask you this, when you set up that pricing, was it based on your anticipation of going full-time with photography or did you base your prices on what you needed to fill in your engineering career gaps? So it was what I will need to support my family. And it's probably about 80% of the way there. Okay. So it's not a complete replacement of my income. It's it's a little bit lower than that. And I, I think I've taken a little bit less to try and maintain some of my client base yep. that I've had for several years. But I think maybe one more small shift and I could be somewhere that's sustainable full-time in terms of my collections without okay. a, another dramatic change like last year. Right, which is a nice position to be in because yeah. the dramatic changes always cause a bit of a lag. So you are, are you currently at a position where you're turning away work because you're too busy between all of the things going on in your life? No, I don't. I think that right now my inquiries are not very high because I don't spend a lot of time on marketing and I'm trying to go out and, and get new clients, especially in my new price point. So no, I'm not turning around. I'm not turning away anything right now, unless I did just turn away my first client. We tried to meet in the middle on pricing. She was a, a past client and where, where she proposed she to be, I knew I, I couldn't afford to do that in terms of taking that time away from my family. So yes, one case in 10 years, but I don't have so many rolling in that aren't bluebirds that I'm turning anybody away at this point. So it's not really, but maybe it's the start of it. Well, congratulations. I actually feel like that's a really big milestone in anybody's business when they get to a place where they're like, nope, I, because I, very few people start with this very defined sense of like, this is what I'm willing to do. And this is what I'm not willing to do. We all start with like a certain amount of, you know, I'm going to make this work and passion and all that sort of stuff. So I actually think that that's a really good sign. Now, let me ask you this. Do you have a, you know, and I, I don't need to get too much into your like personal finances, but are you in a place where you can take a financial hit for some period of time to, to give yourself space to start to fill up your calendar? Or is that still sort of like in the aspirational future? Yeah, I have, I have some cushion that we have built up. We kind of had a target for mm -hmm. me to have this much before I put in my notice kind of thing. So we hit that and that's where the discussion started to get really serious. But in terms of how many months, you know, obviously the fewer, the better. Sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, for sure. Yeah. So not, not going with a zero savings account or anything like that. Yeah. Okay. Good. I don't like to give people advice that's going to put them in some sort of over the top stressed position. And then lastly, do either your skills as a photographer or your experience as an engineer in your mind immediately lend themselves to some sort of non full-time stopgap income buffer kind of a job that you could do that would be very much like a, I'm on the clock and now I'm off that you could give yourself maybe 10 hours a week where you're doing something else that would give you a little more cushion over time. Skills wise. Yes. In terms of childcare and schedules, probably not. It's very uh -huh. hard in that line of work to do things like at night or something like that. So right. probably not really. Okay. So 
then I think, you know, as much as anything, I think that it's a matter of making the decision and like in your heart saying, you know what, I'm ready to make it work. And it sounds to me like you're there or you're pretty close to there. I think this past year for a lot of us has really clarified some of our priorities and, and what we want. And, you know, the tricky thing with running your own business, obviously, is that even though you won't have the full-time job and the, you know, entrepreneurial job and the kids, even once you get rid of the full-time job, the, the one will take up as much space as you will allow it to. Now, if you're going from full-time to zero time in your engineering job, you are going to have a lot of newfound, relatively free time. A couple of things that I would suggest when you're ready to make that jump. Number one is that I would really make sure that you have a plan of action in place, because as someone who is so busy right now, if you don't have a plan that will be like, these are the things that I'm going to be doing every day to work on my marketing. You know, maybe you come up with a couple of like mar marketing events or like specific things that you are doing, but also just the daily, like whether it's blogging or producing content of some kind or reaching out and working out with working with local businesses and that sort of thing. If you don't have that kind of mapped out for yourself, you could fall into this like extreme panic phase <laughs> of like, wow, I have nothing. I'm, you know, my phone's not ringing. And that kind of desperation can very quickly turn into like, your brain will start being like, you have to lower your prices. No, just do mini sessions all week long, you know, those kinds of things. And all of those things can be fine. They just need to be decided beforehand. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't yeah. make those decisions as a reactive thing. You want to make them as a proactive thing. So my suggestion would be that in the weeks or months leading up to that big change, you make a plan for the first, let's say three months of your newfound freedom. And then the other thing that I would do is make sure that you're reaching out to all of your current clients and telling them about this thing that you're excited to do. I mean, you've been in business for a long time. Presumably you have a fair number of clients who you've worked with for a while and they know you. I would get the word out. Like, I am so excited. I'm going to be staying home, you know, with my kids or not with your kids, but staying home to, to focus on this job full time. And I am actively looking to grow my business. Consider how you might maybe incentivize them to help spread the word, but also just like get in their ear about the fact that this is happening. Talk about it on social media. Talk about it if you have a newsletter. We tend to think that we're oversharing, but the fact of the matter is we're usually not oversharing. People, you know, see stuff and they don't see stuff. So then the last thing that I would do is I would make sure is your plan to go to your kids are not even yet in school age, correct? So they go to a, a morning program. So okay. like 830 to noon. So that's mm -hmm. like my, my focus time. Okay. <laughs> that's prime time. Perfect. But they do have time at school <laughs> where mm -hmm. you can have some focus time. That was the other thing I was going to say is make sure that you don't, because I think a lot of people have this sense of like, wonderful, I'm going to be an entrepreneur so I can stay home with my kids. And that 
is very difficult. So, you know, even if kids are home with you a large portion of the time, as long as you have some dedicated work time where you can really focus, I think that that is, is doable. But, but yeah, I think that in, in addition to planning out your time for those first three months, I think I would also take some time to map out revenue goals and benchmarks for yourself. Again, while you're in that state of clarity ahead of time, and you're not in like, oh gosh, what have I just done (laughs) mode, which is like almost inevitable, right? Like, and I think that knowing that ahead of time is half the battle, like preparing yourself mentally for the fact that there will be days when you feel like this might've been a huge mistake and that sort of thing. If you know that going into it, I think it makes it easier. But also if you, while you're here and now can look at it and be like, if by the end of month two, you know, I, my goal is to have this many sessions booked and, you know, have launched this marketing program or whatever. And I think that by giving yourself those kinds of benchmarks, as though you were a boss hiring a new hire, like there is a little bit of time where you have to get it up to speed. You have to get oriented to your new workflow and sort of position of global full-time photography because it is different. I mean, before I quit my job, it was like, I would do a session. I would edit the session. I would deliver it at the time I was blogging and that was it. And like, and then I would sit and wait for my next session to come along and I would tweak my website, you know, doing it full-time is, is kind of a whole different mentality. And it does take some time to change gears. How does that all sound? Does that make sense? What thoughts are running through your head at the moment? Yeah, it definitely makes sense uh, to try and sit down and plan rather than do, because right now I'm like, well, I need to revamp my website and I need to catch up on two and a half years of blogging and start a newsletter and all these things. And so I sit down and rather than planning them out, I feel like I need to do them. And then I start every little thing and then I'm exhausted and close my laptop and, and just go back to it a month later or something. So, uh, really kind of planning that out, sitting and taking the time to plan rather than to try to just get little bits of things done that end up with nothing done for Mm -hmm. sure. I know I'll be busy and I can be busy just working on my business. It's just that, that order of events and what will really turn into booked clients, you know, a brand new logo, for example, isn't going to book clients, but (laughs) really kind of, I've never really put any strategy into marketing. Um, And so I don't always know the best place to start for that and and what will really matter. So just trying to get some plan for consistency rather than beating myself up for not being consistent right now. Absolutely. And I actually think that that's perfect because Things like writing blog posts and implementing those kinds of strategies does take time. The planning phase could be done now in those like in-between gaps. You know, you either do a bit of research on that, but then just sit down and kind of brain dump about all the things that you feel like you need to do to get from where you are now to where you need to be, and then prioritize them and really think them through logically in terms of okay, how is this going to help me reach people? You know, where is this going to take me? If you need to do any tweaking on your pricing, you know, you could go ahead and do that 
now ahead of when you're trying to book clients at that point. And, you know, especially whenever you set your date to leave, if you can book your current clients, maybe, maybe there is another jump in your pricing that's coming up. And you know that, and you reach out to your clients and you say, I'm going full-time. My prices have to change a bit, but I'm also going to have more time available. The, and maybe that first month you allow your past clients to book you at that same old rate, just to kind of fill, you know, you're, you'll have lots of new material to blog. You'll have lots of stuff to put out on social media, all that sort of thing. And you can use that opportunity to maybe like, that's the conversation that you're having with them that incentivizes them to talk to other um, friends and, and things like that to get new, new business in the door. Well, that's our timer. Does that feel like at least some sort of action plan for between now and time to flip the switch? Yeah, I, I think it does. And it gives me some, some grace in, in feeling that freak out mode of, okay, it's, it's time to make a decision and, and really kind of put the plan first rather than trying to get, you know, a year's worth of work done, you know, in an hour a day. hundred <laughs> percent. And that's the sort of thing where you will, you will burn yourself out before you even get to start. <laughs> if you put that kind of pressure on it. So I'm super glad that you've sort of financially planned for a little bit of a gap. And then I think mentally planning for the gap is the next big hurdle. And then you'll be there. You'll be ready to go. Here we go. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you. It's a, it is a big step, but, but it sounds like you could, you're, you're ready and you're, you're probably overdue at this point. So, oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So congratulations in advance, but thanks for reaching out. It's great to to meet you face to face like this. Yes. Thank you so much for, for all the help to get to this point. Absolutely. My pleasure. I will continue to do my best to be there for you. All right. Have a wonderful day. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye. This week's mini mentoring session. If you've got a problem or issue in your photography business that you'd like to have featured on the show, go to thiscan'tbethathard.com slash mentoring and use the form to submit your information. I can't wait to hear from you.